Hi there, and welcome to Nothing Sacred Podcast. I'm Bud Man, and with me is the Hater. <coughs> Could we? He's the man. He's the Hater. With a plan. I am the Harley Quinn of hate, and I have a little bit of hate going on this week. <sighs> well, first off, I've had better weeks. Let's put it that way. I don't know how your week has gone. But I will tell you this much. Tempin sucks ass. Because I got a text on Wednesday. Saying after working at a place for almost six months. Hey, all of a sudden we don't need you anymore. Kiss my ass. Goodbye. So you can imagine how that's put me in a mood. Then. There's shit that I see on the net. In the last couple days. That have kind of perturbed me as well. I'm sure lots of people have seen this disgusting video. But I'm going to bring it up anyways. Because Budman brought it to my attention about a week ago. Oh, fuck. This is why the fucking internet is Satan's playground. These two little cunts were hunting. They shot a deer, didn't kill it. To make a long story short, they tortured it, ripped it antler off. It was fucking gruesome. I'm sure lots of you out there have seen this fucking disgusting piece of footage. First off, these guys are fucking stupid. Because they didn't try to hide their identity, then they go put it on the internet. I'm a hater, but look, I'm not looking for that kind of hate. That's just stupid. And I'm glad they got fucking caught, because they're dumb. They deserve to get caught. Oh, they're never hunting again. Like, oh, you know, I, I was thinking about doing that for On The Net, but what? I got way more things but to hater. bitch about on hater. On The Net than that. Hater. There's also, like, you can scroll through a Facebook feed and you'll constantly see, oh, dog abandoned and beaten near to death, this and that. It's nothing new. It's just, it happened with a deer. Well, all I'm saying... And that's why people are so outraged, like... Well, they should be. They should be, but it happens every day. Well, right? it's and fucking it's, it's disgusting. just because it's a deer, they're all outraged. You know what they should do? Take those two motherfuckers out in the woods, shoot them, and torment them for a while. Face a couple times and scalp them. Scalp them. Yeah. Yeah. But this is my point about the fucking internet. This is the problem with the internet. Any dumb fuck can use it. I just wanted to bring it up because it's been chewing at my brain for a week. And another thing that's been chewing at my fucking brain. And I'm finally going to do something about it. I'm going to vent my frustration and my fucking anger to a rant next week. This rant will be in your face, uncut, uncensored, unedited. And what is the topic? 
I'm sick and tired of trying to figure out now in the world what is racism and what is inappropriate and what isn't. This has been gnawing at me for a long time. Just as a little example of what I'm talking about. And I will give examples next week of where in the fuck do we draw this line now. But anyways... Now it's come to my understanding that, sorry, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, that Chinese people don't want to be called Chinese anymore. Apparently now, so I've heard, if you call them Chinese, they get offended. So I guess now we're supposed to call them Asians, or now is that going to offend somebody? This is my fucking goddamn point. So next week, well, I'm going to put in my two cents about that. So you might want to tune in for that one because I promise you it's going to be an epic fucking rant. Uncut. This has been gnawing at me for a while and recently I saw examples of it on the news and on the net. And now I'm to the point where, you know what, I need to address this for no other reason to try to get back what little bit of sanity I have. Anyways, yeah, I'm in a bit of a testy fucking mood. And speaking of fucking testy moods, this fucking thing put me in a bit of a testy mood last night too. And only because of the simple fact of how scary this fucking situation was. Uh, You know, last night the Niagara Ice Dogs, they had a game and their goalie, I hope I'm saying this right, Tucker Tynan... Uh, got cut by skate really bad. It was a home game. Really bad. There is footage of it all over the net. Uh, you can find it on Sportsnet TSN. I do warn you. It is a little graphic. And it was after a collision with a player near the crease. It happens. It happens. I mean, hockey is a tough sport. <coughs> <coughs> I just wanted to say, basically, you know, and anybody that's played the game knows there's risks involved. Uh, It feels like a hundred years ago now, but everybody remember Clint Malarchuk. And uh, when he got his throat slashed with a skate, well, he was playing in net for the Buffalo Sabres. And yeah, that one was, this one's right up there with that one. But uh, I just wanted to uh, say that I hope the kid will be all right. And uh, obviously, we all hope he gets better and he gets back in the the game. But I wanted to bring that up as well. And I was going to save it for hockey talk, but good Lord, I got a lot of shit to talk about in hockey talk. So I just figured I'd bring it up now. That, (sighs) okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Watching that footage, you know, it reminded me, as a Canadian, how wonderful and how beautiful our sport of hockey is, but how dangerous it can be too. So, like, all I'm saying, kids, is if you're going to play, try to play safe, because you don't don't want what happened to that guy last night. What it reminded me of was that one player that had his, his throat slit. Yeah, Clint Malarchuk. Yeah. 
That's yeah. literally like when I saw the pool of blood on the ice, I had like little fucking flashbacks. I swear to God. It was like PTSD. It was like, oh shit. Shit. I just I took had a to gulp click on it. Coffee. Ugh. Sorry. I had to click on it. Yeah, if you look up the Clint Malarchuk footage too, it's like I say, it's not for the squeamish. Ooh, definitely not. No. No. Uh, this week, this episode, we'll talk about that first. Uh, we're gonna have five fun facts about your memory. I'm gonna give you my top ten NHL goalies of all time, and just as point, there are no current NHL players on this list. So I'll just say that now in case I forget when we get to the segment. We got our new segment, the quiz. And we're going to talk about companies that secretly rule the world. Sort of, because it's not that secret if we're telling you about it. And things that people quite often get wrong. So that's that's basically a rundown on uh, today's episode. Although I do want to mention that next week is episode 14. And it will be the last one we do because we're going to take a break for Christmas. And then we will not be back until January the 11th, which is the second Sunday after the new year, which is January 11th, 2020. We're going to take a break, do the Christmas thing. But in saying that, of course, we can't do that until we talk about Christmas. So we're going to do that next week. And the big question, what if America invaded Canada? We're going to try to sort that out and give a rational theory. Can't wait for that one. Oh, and the top 10 will be the top 10 Saturday morning cartoons of all time, in my opinion. So that'll be good, too. We'll have more quiz and a bunch of other bullshit, I suppose. But yeah, we're going to call it. Our Christmas episode, our very first one. Isn't that special? And you, the listener, get to do it all with us. See? And, you know what? Yes, I wouldn't be the hater if I didn't shit on Christmas a little bit next week. But, but. Oh, I'm shitting all over I do, I do have a Christmas side to me. And I will explain that all to you next week as well there are a couple things i do really like about christmas but we'll get into that next week and no i know what you're all probably thinking yeah hater it's because you like getting christmas gifts well motherfucker who the hell doesn't like getting christmas gifts but no that's not it that's not it oh oh oh, oh. i'm just looking over at my wall here and I found something great at the dollar store, and you could only get it at Christmas, man. DC wrapping paper. Has the Justice League on it. It actually looks pretty dope. Yeah. I was yeah. admiring that. Yeah. That, and as we were getting ready to record, wow, man, I got a lot of Pez's in this room. A lot of Pez dispensers. Like, I got Donkey Kong, Pokemon. All the original six hockey teams. I got it. Well, you can imagine I got some Batman going on. I got fucking Thanos and some Marvel shit going on. You know what? I'll say this. 
again, say what you will about me, but the Dollarama, they're great for Pez dispensers, man. If you go to the right Dollarama, you can find some really cool Pez dispensers. I thought your NHL Pez dispensers were like fucking the Guardians. No, man, they're all the original six. There's, And I got them all at Dollarama, too. And they're limited edition. Dollarama, man, I'm telling you. It has its upsides. It has its upsides. That's all I'm saying. So, before we get on to our segments and stuff, tell me about your week, good sir. How uh, have things gone for you lately? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You, I don't know. How's work going? How about that? Um, finally got what I wanted. Some extra hours, I guess. Nice. Management's taken over brutally. Brutally. We're going to echo that, by the way. And, uh, it's just been a fucked up week. I've just been, oh, and, and, I'll get a little bit more into it and in conversation with Budman. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, now I've got, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, I guess uh, we'll continue this conversation in conversation, ironically enough, with Budman. See, I'm looking at him now. I know we don't have visual, but we're all about audio. But if you were looking at what I'm looking at right now, you could just see the gears turning in his eyes. He's staring at me, but it's kind of blankly. And he's like, yeah, see, now I fed the beast a little bit i can tell the look in his face he's like so let's get this recording done so i can go on and book this shit so i guess that's what we'll do so uh and now it's time for in conversation with the tech man but man yeah 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 you like that eh now we just get right to it oh yeah so i recently have taken on extra responsibility at work and it's not like an extra thing like they came in and were like oh we need you to do this too when you're like they didn't add an extra procedure onto my job they gave me two extra fucking jobs to do are they difficult joe well they're difficult because the people that were there before me doing that job well one of them didn't know how to organize clean or just do the job in general it's fucking brutal and with this extra responsibility Guess what doesn't come with it? Let me guess. Wait a minute. You don't get paid extra. Nope. Let me guess they did the, oh, we'll give you a couple extra hours so it feels like more pay. But it's not really. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, life of a temp. But uh, I know if I went to go ask, they would be like, well, when we hire you on, we'll give you more money. Well, motherfucker, when I get hired on, if you're not paying me accordingly, you best redo the paperwork or else... I'm going somewhere else. But, uh... Yeah, you know what? That's a good example of, uh... Nowadays especially. Which I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying. Nowadays, you need to feel appreciated when you go to work. Or, what the hell's the point? And that even goes beyond the wage. You know, like, here's the thing. All I'm gonna put my two cents in about this is... And we've all worked in fucking places like this. Where you'll work like a dog. And when I say a dog, I mean like a husky in Iceland where you have to pull a sled and some fat guy on it and a bunch of supplies for who knows how many miles at a time. In like yeah. 30 feet snow. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. We've all had that job. Right. 
Right, and that's the part about it that fucking sucks. Because we've all kind of experienced that. You know what I'm saying? But most of the time, those are the jobs that you kind of like. Well, yeah, see, that's that's the hook, right? Because you do it because you fucking like doing it. No, it's because of the people, right? I mean, that's a lot of it. For most people, anyways, in, at jobs, right? Like, I don't know, people develop relationships at work, right? Oh, yeah. It's like school. School literally trains you for work. Oh, absolutely. That's another thing, man. So, little things that uh, you probably didn't notice about you being trained in school. Water fountains? They teach you how to drink out of the tap. Telling you. Touche. You trained your whole life to drink out of a tap. And then on top of that, what? what's in high school? Three breaks. You have a 15-minute break. Lunch. And another 15-minute break. What does this sound familiar? Work. You have certain places you need to go. Where does this sound familiar? Work. Especially in my case, because now I'm doing three jobs. So it's like three different periods. Yeah. Just like in hockey. Yeah, man. It's fucking brutal. But not as enjoyable. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. You were saying? It's just fucked up how society is trained and just continues to train generations to just work. Which isn't bad, but if you think about it. Okay. You got my gears turning. So here's what I'm going to do. Next week when we start the show... I'm going to make a mental note to bring up some of the things that happened during my generation, Generation X, and we'll compare them to what's going on today. That could be fun. We what, can do to like that my quickly. generation? Yeah. I don't identify with them. I'm just saying. Don't no, fucking but... group me in with them, because I don't eat Tide Pods or snore condoms or fucking carve whales into my arms or fucking, you name it, gargle cum, shit like that. Okay, I just wanted to basically compare, like, you know, what my generation went through and how that molded us compared to the dumbasses now. I think it could be fun. Well, we'll do a, we'll do a little segment right now. So, okay, how many how many uh, historical moments happened during your childhood? Mine personally, um, a few. It didn't really for me. It didn't really start till probably the death of John Lennon in 1980. That's pretty significant. Um, The space shuttle, the incident in 1986 where the seven astronauts went up and they uh, never made it because the damn thing exploded and basically disintegrated. That, That moment, I think, kind of defined my generation. Just for the simple fact, that was the first time I think my generation where death was like to all of us going, hey, hey, wake up. You know, because my generation, man, we were the generation of let's party. It's all about me. You know, uh, there were so many different fads in the 80s. There's a reason for that because we couldn't make up our mind what the fuck we liked, what we didn't. But as far as just defining moments, for sure, the Berlin Wall. When it came down, that was huge. I mean, that gave my generation a little bit of hope. uh, Because you got to remember, too, at the same time, George Bush, old George Bush, he was fucking in power and he was having his pissing match with Saddam Hussein. So we had to all, all sit through that shit. And then, of course, there was the first time the World Trade Center was fucking bombed. And that was fucked up. Over 60 people died in that bullshit. And 
you know, that was really the first time I personally and probably a lot of my generation saw the future a little bit in the fact that none of us even knew half of us what the word terrorism even meant until then. So, and, and a big one for my generation. And let me tell you people, for the younger listeners, you should be happy that you're here because AIDS, when that epidemic started, man, I'm telling you, wow, you kids today think you have problems when it comes to sex. Man, when you're terrified to death that if you have sex, it could very well kill you. Yeah, my generation in that respect, man, it was pretty fucking bleak. Like, you know, we went through some shit for sure. I mean, and I can honestly say even from there, going into more recent shit like 9-11 and fucking the whole Osama bin Laden fucking thing, this goddamn fucking orangutan piece of shit that they have in power now in the U.S., Yeah, I've seen a lot of history, man, now that I think about it. But my generation, there were two things that defined my generation, I think, was the space shuttle when it exploded, and obviously Kurt Cobain when he died in 1994 because he was basically my generation's version of Jim Morrison. My generation, to be honest, to sum this conversation up, my generation, as far as generations go, We did a lot in the technological side of things, for sure. We made great advancements. But man, as far as generations go, we were really a bunch of useless motherfuckers, to be honest. But by the end of it, we smartened up. But then when I say that, I look at this fucking generation now, Generation Z, because that's what they're called. And it's like, what happened, man? Z is about. What happened? You want to know how many historical moments define generation? We should be Z? slapped in the face for that because there are kids. Like you, we should be smacked around. You want to know how many historical moments Generation Z has captured? Okay, let's hear it. Donald Trump. <laughs> yep. These sure. all these stupid mumble rappers dying. I'm not even joking. They think that they're legends. I never even knew who Juicy World was. No joke. Yeah, I remember you showed me that. I just didn't know who he was. And I was like, what? I listen to MWA and fucking Eminem. Fuck like, I'm an original white boy. From yeah. the underground. Young Honky got a bag because I'm white. Yeah. That's a great song, Ben. Fucking, it's just one Whether of those. you're white or black, that's an awesome song. Just saying. Oh, and uh, another historical oh, oh. moment. Wait, wait. Another historical okay. moment was snorting condoms. Hey! You always bitching me about my phone. That was not my phone, motherfucker. That was motherfuckers. the one slip, okay? I'm, that allowed was, to I'm have just one saying slip. for the record, motherfuckers, that was not my phone. I'm allowed to have one slip. Okay, anyways, continue. So, historical moments for this generation were probably Michael Jackson dying. I can remember that, and I was pretty young. No comment at this time. Well, I didn't. I didn't cry or anything. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I was like, good. Fucking. You know what? For It's funny you say that, but my generation, too, another major trauma for us was also because you brought up Michael Jackson. Oh, was uh, Princess Diana when she died. That was another major fucking hit for my generation, too. That was like, yikes. It kind of 
It was a shitty way to cap off. Other uh, than other than our shit. Other than uh, probably Michael Jackson, I can legitimately say nothing not historical has happened other than its have gotten a voice. Um, yeah, the whole transgender thing, man. One of these days I'll get into that conversation, but not today, please. We we don't need that much hate today. It's been a rough but, day. But it, I'm only saying that because you know it's it's out and there it, now. It shows. And it really does show. The historical moments that happened in between the generations and how how it differently affected. Because this generation, they're pansies. Oh, I won't disagree with you there at all. They're, like, I work with, I've worked with a couple of them and they're like the same age as I am. But they have no strength and they're pansies. They're concerned about everything. Like, oh, my ears, my fucking back, this and that. It's like, just don't be a pansy. That's true. I will say this. There are a lot of chronic complainers, man, in this current generation, for sure. For fucking sure. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got for fucking in conversation with Bud, man. Well, here I go again, kind of taking over this segment, but this has been going on lately. I'll just end this whole conversation with this. You think back in historical moments throughout all the decades. From inventing electricity to the invention of the telephone. So, if you weren't born in the generation you were born in, what generation would you want to be born in? Like, as an example, would you like to be in the roaring 20s, or are you sadistic and would want to live in the Depression era, or the 60s? I, I, me personally, I was born a decade too late, I should have been born in the 60s. But I'll take the decade I was born in in the 70s, but, yeah. I've always said, I would have loved... To uh, been in the generation with the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, the sixties. Yeah, the 60s. yeah, the the baby boomers, the like, hippies. I've always wanted, I've always loved the Beatles. I'll always listen to the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, my parents, the hippies. Yeah, yeah. the kids that uh, in the it's late fifties were. Not that 50s I'm a hippie, were, obviously, but I just you know, the music is fucking iconic. It's fucking amazing, and even up to today, it's. Better than 95% of the shit that's released. Looking back, actually, at history a little bit, I was thinking the other day, like, wow, my parents, like, they they were, you know, they were considered the kids in the late 50s and early 60s that, you know, kind of helped as a generation, you know, revolt against the the machine, so to speak. And, man... They went through quite a bit of shit, too. You mean, like, rage against the machine? No, I mean the machine, you know, the man. But, uh, you know, you think, you think back, though. Man, they had to go through a ton of shit, too. Like the JFK assassination, you know, Martin Luther King, all these assassinations and arrests, and they would get beat because they had long hair, Woodstock, like, man... That was an interesting generation. I would have, if I had a time machine, man, I would definitely go back in around 1962, early oh, 1962. If I had a time machine, man, there'd be so many artists I'd be going fuck. back in time to see live. Oh, dude. So many. Oh, so many, man. Like The Doors, fucking the Jimi Beatles, Hendrix, fucking, The Beatles. Yeah. Oh, my fuck. Pearl Jam. <laughs> Pink Floyd when they were at their peak. Yeah. Fucking like. Queen. Oh, most definitely Queen. Wembley Stadium. Yeah. For sure, man. Like, holy fuck. Are you kidding me? 
That's funny because I've thought about that numerous times too. Oh, when I, I th- these are all things I think about too. Don't worry, if you're not. Wow. Everybody's got to think about this, or at least I figure. Or we're just weird as fuck. You know what? We have another random bullshit episode coming up in a, probably in February. Maybe if we remember, we'll bring this up again. Cause yeah, I don't want to drag this segment out anymore, yeah. and I already have. So I guess that's it for in conversation. It's in the news, it's in the news. Whether it's important or not, it's still in the news. It's in the f- news. So I, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> fuck, I'm stoned. I was out uh, getting takeout food the other night. And, and no, I had no, to... no, you were out getting a newspaper, man. That's what you were doing. You weren't even getting food. No, I was. I was looking at it in your hand. That's what you're like. I'm going to go get a newspaper to do research. You know what? It's not what happened. It's in the news. So, you know it. Can I finish my story? Yeah. I went and got takeout, and while I was waiting for it, there was a newspaper there, the local newspaper, uh, the Mountain News. And I started looking through it. And uh, I found an article, which I think is uh, pretty important to a lot of people in Hamilton. And uh, I'm just taking, uh, I'm just highlighting uh, basically the the gist of it that you need to know from an article that was written by Mark McNeil. Not a sponsor. But do you know that Hamilton has seen a 24.4% jump? in the asking price of vacant apartments over the past year. It is the highest increase for a city in Canada, according to a new survey. In Canada, people. The National Rent Report by Rentals.ca, an online apartment listing service, they said that Hamilton's average monthly rent of $1,533 for a one-bedroom is relatively affordable compared to other cities. Hamilton was the 16th most expensive city to rent in, with Toronto obviously at the top of that fucking list, where those people pay a month for a one-bedroom $2,320. Now, most renters stay in their units one year, to the next and experience rent controlled increases of around two percent when you think about those numbers that's people like a hundred dollars that's crazy just to let that roll in your head for a minute and think it about it some lords think about that that's what it does because then you get these fucking landlords that literally just raise rent raise rent and then they're fucking slumlords about it they even though their property is completely shit and their fucking roof is leaking and shit, they can still do it. One thousand three or five hundred and thirty-three dollars is the average rent a month for a one-bedroom apartment in the Hammer. That's fucked. That is crazy. And to think I was paying twelve hundred for a fucking bachelor. Yeah, obviously you were getting a deal when you look at it that way. That's crazy though, people. So I wanted to bring that up and in the news because I thought that was uh, that was uh, interesting, especially and it gives a local flair this week and in the news. But uh, yeah, I just stole the the newspaper page from the newspaper before when they weren't looking and we're going to get my order in the back. <laughs> so that's that's my confession for this week. So that's in the news. 
It's in the fucking news. One. Hall of Famer Guy Lapointe was diagnosed with oral cancer. Jesus! The Montreal Canadiens legend has been diagnosed with oral cancer. The team announced on Wednesday... LaPointe will begin his treatments in the coming weeks. This form of cancer has a high cure rate, though. And uh, just to cap off what LaPointe, what LaPointe had accomplished in his career, LaPointe won six Stanley Cups with the Habs in 14 seasons. With the Habs, the Blue Liner recorded 572 points in 777 regular season games. He also enjoyed brief stints with St. Louis and Boston. He retired in 1984. LaPointe was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1993. The Habs retired his number 5 in 2014. The Sharks have fired head coach Peter DeBoer. There goes another coach. And appointed Bob Bugner interim Wait coach. Talk. Wait for him to start talking shit. The Sharks announced this news on Wednesday. The move is strictly a hockey decision, according to Sportsnet's Elliot Freeman. Well, holy crap. What do you know? A coach is getting fired for, wow, for not doing his job. There's a switch lately. The NHL calls off potential World Cup of Hockey in 2021, but aiming for 2024. Vegas netminder Marc-Andre Fleury returned to the team on Tuesday night against the Blackhawks after missing seven games. The team announced that the netminder returned home to Sorrel, Quebec, following the death of his father, who had been ill for several months. The Stars fired head coach Jim Montgomery, here we go again, due to unprofessional conduct, and named assistant Rick Bonus the interim bench boss on Tuesday. The Flyers will be without forward and leading scorer on the team, Travis Konechny, for the foreseeable future, who is out indefinitely with a concussion. The injury occurred on Saturday in a game versus the Ottawa Senators. Also, speaking of the Flyers, Flyers forward Oscar Limbaum has been diagnosed with Ewing's sarcoma and is not expected to return this season. Jesus. So, that's not good for the guys that I root for all the time. The Jesus Flyers. Christ, man. That's some fucking crazy shit's going on. Everybody's getting diagnosed. Everybody's getting fired. Yeah. It's like a fucking season of, like, Gossip Girl. And what did I say about uh, the coaching uh, situation in last week's rant? It's becoming an epidemic. Finally, you think... Thank God one coach is getting fired for actually not doing his job. And then, and then here on, we go again. Yeah, I guarantee you. Like the NHL needs to figure this shit out. I digress. Defenseman Zach Bogosian has asked for a trade from the Sabres. Bogosian. Reports TSN Darren Drager. He was a healthy scratch for Thursday's game versus the Preds. Let's go to our leaders. Points. McDavid of the Oilers with 57 goals. Pasternak! Of the Bruins with 26. Assists McDavid of the Oilers with 37. The plus-minus leader is Graves from the Avs with a plus 23. Power play points leader, again McDavid, see a pattern. 
Oilers with 25. Face-off percentage leader, Claude Giroux of the Flyers with a 60.8. And goalies, Holtby leads with wins uh, with 16. Goals against average leaders, Jari of the Pens with a 1.75. Save percentage, Jari again, that's how it goes, with a 941. And Riddich. Kind of Here we go again. Poor Riddich. Shots against the Flames goaltender. He's now up to 826. Holy fuck. And Jari of the Pens leads in shutouts with three. That guy's on fire. I hate two minute because he's with the Pens. Uh, division leaders in the Atlantic, Boston. They're 27 and 6 with 46 points. They had a really good game against the leader of the Metro, uh, Washington Capitals, the other night, who are 23, 5, and 5 with 51 points. In the wild card positions are the Hurricanes. They're 19, 11, and 2 with 40 points. And the Flyers, they're 17, 9, and 5 with 39 points. In the Central, St. Louis is still leading. They're 19, 8, and 6 with 44 points. In the Pacific... Holy shit. Hope you're sitting down. The Arizona Coyotes. That's right. What? I said the Arizona Coyotes. 19-11-4 with 42 points. This hockey talk is getting intense. And in the wild card positions are the Dallas Stars. They're 18-11-3 with 39 points. And the Vegas Golden Knights. They're 16-13-5 with 37 points. I'm going to start adding on each week uh, who's in the wild card positions because we're almost halfway through the season. And now you got to start thinking ahead. The playoffs will be around sooner than you think. Plus next week because it's that time of season and I always love talking about it. Next week on Hockey Talk, along with the NHL Talk, I'm also going to sit and uh, have a little breakdown of the World Juniors this year. Canada's World Junior Team, because nice. it's that time of year, and I always love talking about the juniors. So, until then, that's been Hockey Talk. It's on the net. Uh, you know what? We were just listening to the opening to this, and Bud Man just brought it up, and I never noticed it since we started this. In the intro, when we're going, it's on the net, all I'm saying in the background is, it's in the net. I just thought it was kind of funny, but anyway, I thought you already knew. Like, no, I, just, I had no clue. I just went with it. You're like, that's awesome. Okay, that's cool. Let's do it. It's too late now. Oh, that's good shit. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, I'm about to shit on Baby Yoda. You know what? Baby Yoda, oh, he's cute and all. I'll give you that. The first dozen times you see him. This fucking thing is getting out of control now. Like, there are people I I saw on the internet today. There was a clip I saw on YouTube, actually, where somebody superimposed baby yoda in the background of like several of their family pictures and thought it was funny oh look at baby yoda he's so cute you know what he was cute but now it's like a song that gets overplayed on the radio fuck baby yoda and fuck baby yoda and over and also while we're at it bullshit videos on the internet 
And when I say bullshit videos, we've all seen them. You know, the best example bullshit videos? Our content? <laughs> You're real funny. Check out any paranormal video. Like, what the fuck? The best one there Photoshop ever was. Photoshop shit. Fucking, like, oh. The best one that there ever bullshit. was. Bullshit. My generation, actually. This would be another historical one. Ghost on the road. You'd watch this car go down this windy road, and then someone with a mask would pop up and scream, and you'd scare the, you'd scare the fucking piss out of you. Speaking, speaking of ghosts, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, if you go back, I'm not sure how many episodes it was. I think it was to the random one. Uh, and I was talking about that incident with the ghosts on the fucking road, right? That push vehicles over yeah. the train tracks yeah that's the san antonio texas haunted railroad uh yeah check that shit out that's what i'm saying and then get back to me with comments motherfuckers about if you think that's a real phenomenon or not anyways that's it for the fucking on the net not in the net on the net got it right this time just for clarification it is on the net on the net that's history Captain Morgan actually existed. The face of the well-loved rum brand was a real person. No. Yes. He was a Welsh privateer who fought alongside the English against the Spanish in the Caribbean in the 1660s and 1670s. His first name was Henry, and he was knighted by King Charles II of England. His exact birth date is unknown, but was around 1635. He died in Jamaica in 1688, and that's history. It's now time for another edition of Common Sense, or lack of. Well, this is the final segment oh, of no. Common Sense, or lack of. And, just to start it off... Here's some uh, lack of common sense. People that don't give you your cue when they decide to start recording, which just happened oh, really? here. Really? A-hole. I'm going to pull, pull that on the last one. Is that that just you, happened to Is that what you folks? wrote down in your book no. of bullshit? No. Is that what you wrote down? No, but you just Did changed you the game. This? No, but you just changed the game. I just want to make sure. Because you're looking at your book when you're talking to me, so I just want to make sure. Well, it doesn't matter what the first one I was going to talk about, because you just trumped it with that, uh, what was are it? we on? No, it doesn't matter. The second thing I want to talk about in this final edition is assholes that don't pick up dog shit after their fucking dog dumps on your front yard, and we've all fucking had this happen. Goddamn pieces of shit. You know what? Bring a doggy bag with you, man. Or You know what? You wouldn't like it if I went across the street to my neighbor and just pulled with my pants and underwear down, took a big steamy shit on their front fucking yard. <laughs> so what the shit? So yeah, that's it. Just that and assholes that don't care. Fuck you. Fuck you. No. So, uh, hope you enjoyed I, this segment. I gave segment. you a cue. You just didn't... You just didn't... You know yeah. what? We can agree to disagree. Whatever. Whatever. You have been listening to another edition of 
common sense or lack of, or maybe we can call it what the fuck. Five fun facts about your memory. Number five. A good night's rest helps us better store memories. Number four. We don't remember sounds that well. An estimated 65% of the population is categorized as visual learners who need to see what they are learning. Only about one-fifth of what we hear we retain. Visual assistance can improve learning by up to 400%. Number three. Depression impacts our ability to remember things. Number two. Love at first sight is a fabrication. Apparently when we think back to the time when we first met our significant others, we have a tendency to project our current feelings onto our past memories. This is according to a study from Northwestern University. And number one. Eyewitnesses relying on memory are notoriously inaccurate. Approximately 73%, that's right, 73% of the 239 convictions overturned through DNA testing since the 1990s were originally convicted due to eyewitness testimony, according to the Innocence Project. This stack goes hand in hand with the fact that our brains have a tendency to recall false truths that we can't distinguish against. Next episode, five fun facts about your brain. Do you think you're smart? Do you really think you're that smart? I'll put it to the test, cause it's time for the quiz. The quiz. So, this is our new segment. It's called The Quiz. Every week, I'll give you a category and five questions. The following week, I will give you an answer to the previous five questions and give you five more questions from a new category. Pretty straightforward. The first category is movies from the 80s. Number one. How many Police Academy movies were there in the 80s? Number 2. Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey starred together in Dirty Dancing and one other 80s movie. Name it. Number 3. Who directed the Howard the Duck movie? Number 4. In Uncle Buck, what is the name of Buck's niece Tia's sleazy boyfriend? And number five, who won an Oscar for their performance in A Fish Called Wanda? Next week, I'll give you the answers to these questions. And next week, we'll have a new set of questions about 1980s TV sitcoms. Top ten. Top ten. My picks for the top 10 NHL goaltenders of all time. Of all time. List does not include current players. So we'll start off with number 10. Glenn Hall. He's the goaltender that popularized the butterfly style of netminding, which dominated for the next decade or so. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a longtime Chicago Blackhawks. 
goaltender number nine. One of my personal favorites of all time, Tony Esposito. Tony O, if you will. Uh, Tony Esposito, he played pretty much his whole career with the Chicago Blackhawks. I think he played two games with the Montreal Canadiens uh, before he joined the Blackhawks because that was the team that originally drafted him. Um, I liked him, though. He, he truly brought the butterfly style into its own. Tony Esposito. Number eight. Dominic Hasek. Oh, I know. Some people are thinking, hey, why is the Dominator so low on this list? Well, there's a lot of other good goalies on this list. I take nothing away from Dominic Hasek. He truly had a style that was very unique, but he did dominate in the 90s. And he did win a Stanley Cup with the Detroit Red Wings. Number seven, Ken Dryden. The guy that basically backstopped the Canadians through most of the 70s. He won six Stanley Cups, and he only played eight seasons. He broke records. Mind you, he was with one of the greatest teams in history. But still, they still wouldn't have accomplished anything without Ken Dryden, and his numbers are absolutely ridiculous. He still holds the record for best uh, save percentage throughout an entire career. Number six, Bernie Perrant. There was an old saying in Philadelphia back in the day, that only God saved more than Bernie Perrant. Bernie Perrant, he backstopped the Philadelphia Flyers to two Stanley Cups and was the first, I would consider, elite goaltender that the club ever had. Bernie Perrant has been a mainstay in the organization since he retired. Number five, Johnny Bauer, the Toronto Maple Leaf great and the inventor of the poke check. Johnny Bauer was one of those massless warriors. And man, he won quite a few Stanley Cups with Toronto through the 60s. And by the time he became an NHL superstar, he was already considered over the hill because he was in his early 30s before he made the NHL as a regular goaltender. Number four, the great Terry Sawchuck. For the longest time, his numbers dominated the record books. Terry Sawchuck played with all the great Detroit teams in the 50s. And again, him and Johnny Bauer backstopped the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I might add, in the twilight of their career at the time, to the 1967 Stanley Cup Final. Number three, Jacques Plante. All I have to say about Jacques Plante is the numbers speak for himself. He won five Stanley Cups in a row. The guy, you know, was a god in Montreal in his heyday. But the thing with him that he is probably will always be best known for is the guy that created the goaltending mask. The old fiberglass mask. He was not the first goaltender to wear masks, but the first one to use a fiberglass model that was used for the next decade or so. But it saved lives. It absolutely saved lives. And Jacques Plante was a great teacher. He taught many great goalies after him uh, how to play the game. And he was really the first one that thought that goaltending wasn't you just stood in front of a net and let the puck hit you. He actually said, you know what, there's technique, there's art form, there's, you know, there's a proper way to make a save, and I'm going to teach it. So there's really nothing else you can say about Jacques Pallant. Number two. Patrick Waugh, another Montreal Canadian legend. Most of us know about Patty Waugh and what he accomplished in his career. Won Stanley Cups in Montreal and in 
Colorado. When Manny Vezna's probably the most dominant goaltender of his time, especially in the 80s and early 90s when he first came in, for sure a Hall of Famer, Patty Waugh. And before I get to number one, I want to name off a few honorable mentions. One, Grant Fuhrer. Two, Roberto Luongo. Three, Billy Smith. Four, Ed Belfort. Five, Rogie Vachon. Six, Clint Benedict. Seven, George Vezna. Eight, Grump Worsley. 9, Frank Brismick, and 10, Ron Hextall. Now for number 1. Should be no surprise, Martin Brodeur. The numbers speak for themselves. The Stanley Cup speak for themselves. He has the most shutout, the most wins. He is basically the Wayne Gretzky of goaltending. That's really all I have to say to sum up this list. Next episode, we will have the top 10 Saturday morning cartoons of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Anyways, in my humble opinion. So, until next week, that's been the top ten. I'm just having a fucking bomb. Don't let me stop you, man. Alright. So, to you, the listeners, I say, The haters just having himself a good toke. How are you today? That's good. Sounds like you've had a good day. Or a bad day, depending on how you responded to my question. We're recording on Saturday here, so it's probably a good day. You know, they're the type of people, they're probably uh, partying right now. At least some of them, I hope. But doing it safely, of course. Safely. Don't drink and drive. Don't be stupid. That is my, uh, I don't know, advice for the weekend. I don't know. What You're happened? so thoughtful, hater. Mighty white of you. See, that's what I'm talking about next week's rant. That kind of shit right there. You telling me that's politically correct? To say that's white of me? Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Apparently, it kind of does. Apparently, to somebody. But that somebody doesn't matter to me. Ah, uh, see, I'm going to get into that next week, too. See, I've had a lot of time to think about shit like this. I'm and it's you. not it's not like a thought of racism. Like, they don't... Yeah, but my point is, somebody's going to consider that... what they think. Yeah, but somebody's going to consider that racism. Man. Well, it's not like I'm going to walk up to a fucking black person and be like, that's mighty white of you. Just saying. Or a fucking, you know... I can say it because I'm white and you're white, okay? Well, that's part of the the issue I have, too. So should we just start calling each other crackers? Yeah, I do. I call them Yo, pretty much up, every whitey? white person first time I meet them. Hey, cracker. You can't say Chinese anymore. Honestly, I didn't even know that until you brought it up. I was no, like, this is my point. It's bullshit. Like, what are the perimeters, man? <sighs> trying to save this ramp for next week and not help matters any poke <laughs> by the way I was gonna say do you hear this that's paper rustling I actually have a book of bullshit that I am writing every week because I put my episode notes in it and I write all the segments in it 
So I have a historical copy, if you will. So every once in a while, when we're doing the podcast, you hear in the background, that's actually me with my book of bullshit. Like, that is no exaggeration. And eventually we will sell it on eBay. Hopefully there'll be volumes of it. Who knows? We'll see how far we go with this. But yeah, we have a legitimate book of bullshit. I'm not going to describe what the magnificent book looks like, but it is enshrined with a leather fucking cover and it looks holy. And uh, I'm thinking I thought it was a Bible when I first saw it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. It's got inscribed on it. Holy book of bullshit. Yeah, and I even uh, opened up all the pages and poured some coffee on all of them so it makes them look really old now that they're dried up and wrinkly. Yeah. Yeah, it looks epic. Just saying. Just saying. It looks epic. Also, uh, at the end of top 10, I mentioned the next subject matter for the top 10 will be uh, Saturday morning cartoons. I just wanted to add that I'm a big, huge fan. Saturday morning cartoons, and I mean legitimate Saturday morning cartoons. People, I got up at 9 a.m. this morning, and until we were ready to do the podcast, I was basically watching back-to-back-to-back Batman, the animated series, all fucking day long. Budman came over this morning and was like, what the fuck? And then he got sucked into it for a while. That is a great fucking series, but... You know, I've been watching it. Thundercats, man. I've been watching some Thundercats. Which, you damn guaranteed they'll be on the list next week too. But I was just randomly thinking that when I was uh, at the end of top 10. So I've been doing my research is what I'm saying, people. And if you don't like them, you can go to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our website. And complain about it. Be creative, please, because if you're creative, the more creative you are, we're more to come back with a comeback on the air and belittle the shit out of you, but it's all in fun. Sometimes. Most of the time. Just don't be a really fucking dumbass, is all we're saying. But we we actually want, you know, feedback. Come on, people. We know you're out there. We know you're out there. You cannot hide. There's at least one of you. That is constantly watching. Die hard. And there's one of, it's at least three of you on YouTube. Yeah, come on, people. That's four. It's, you know, and uh, hey, we know that we've been getting lots of hits for our uh, segments and stuff on uh, Facebook and shit, right? And Spotify. Like, people have been watching our clips, if you will. So, tell your friends. That's it. It's got to be something good come out of this, for God's sakes. We need a legit sponsor. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of legit fucking sponsors, see, folks, here's I'm going to let you in on a little something to be. F- I just fucked up. Now, what we do here when we fuck up a line or something, right? What do we say, bud, man? Thank God for editing. Right. So we can repeat the line or whatever. So, yeah. I just did the, a line earlier where I just fucked up and said, thank God for editing. So <laughs> if you notice, especially in the top 10, we edited the shit out of that this week. So it may sound a little funny in spots, 
That's probably because we were really high and there was a lot of uh, thank God for editing going on. So, again, the podcast that gives you extra, extra, extra. See, we're giving here. So, I just let you in on a little uh, more podcasting secrets. I could almost make a segment out of that someday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good thing I just got that in recording because I'll probably forget as soon as I smoke another bong. But anyways, grabbing my big book of bullshit here. Setting it on my lap. Did you hear that? I've done my research, so let's do this. Companies that rule the world. Now, I'm basing this on the simple uh, thinking that money is the power he who has the money has the power can buy the power can buy the influence blah 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 so that's basically how we're i did my research on this and let me tell you i found a few companies people you will not believe actually have enough money to basically get away with whatever the fuck they want because it it's it's just a ridiculous amount of money. And as I say, the well, people that have the money have the power, right? Money rules the world, right? That's it. So that's what I base this all on. The first one, I want to be keep it simple. A lot of people probably know about it, but it's uh, Nesty. You know, the fucking guys that make the fucking... Uh, quick. No, no, Nesty. You know, the guys that make the chocolate bars and... And all that shit. They make Kit Kats. And... Isn't that Nesquik? No. It's Nestle. Oh. I think they make Nesquik though. Probably do. Nesquik is the the syrup stuff you put in milk, right? Milk. Ice cream. In your case, coffee. Women. <laughs> Too much information. But funny though. Anyways, Nesty. They own over 8,500 different brands around the world in 80 countries. So basically, every day, you're buying one of their products, even if you realize it or you don't. For instance, they own 23% of cosmetic company L'Oreal. That is a huge cosmetic company. And they women from buy that shit every day. To cheap as shit makeup. Yeah. And they buy it all the time. Oh, yeah. And these guys, how many times a week do some people stop at the convenience store and grab a Kit Kat? That all adds up when you and every other person does it every day around the world. Never I'm mind. More, I'm more of a Slim Jim guy. Never mind the cosmetics that the chicks buy. And like you say, they all range from fucking low end to high end. This company's making a ton of dinero, for sure. Although, they're not making as much dinero as Lockheed Martin, I bet you. Do you know who these assholes are? I'll tell you who these assholes are. They are the biggest manufacturing company in the world for weapons. You want a gun? They probably made it. Or they made a rip-off copy of it. And so they're they selling just, it to terrorists. So and anyone else who I has money. I was about to say, so they're just like, if you want a gun, we got it. Sounds great. Come to us. Now, in saying that, they do employ 
over 126,000 people around the world. So they do create jobs. But in saying that, they're the biggest manufacturing company for weapons in the world. They earn $68 billion a year, this company. From blood. Dude, countries around the world rely on Lockheed for weapons. And of course, hey, they are America's top weapons manufacturer. And of course, they also advocate politicians who are high on defense spending. Yeah, no shit. Because, hey, yeah, we'll give you the weapons. Give us the money. These guys are pretty evil. Evil. But they also are one of the richest companies in the world. What well, does this company have, like, fundraisers and shit? Dude, these... Hey, if you're a gun-loving, gun-toting, crazy-shooting motherfucker, or you're a politician that figures the only way to protect my country is with lots of guns and missiles... These guys are your best friend. Oh, yeah, Lockheed Martin. Nice. Yeah. That's scary when you think about it. When a company that manufactures that kind of product with those types of clients, man, it, it's it's scary to think that they control, you know, a lot of a what lot goes of on in the world. And think about it. And think about it. China buys their weapons, Russia buys their weapons, Germany buys their weapons, North Korea buys their weapons, America, obviously, most likely Canada, I'm just assuming, I mean, bud, man, you could check that if you want, but I'm pretty sure, I mean, we're probably right in the mix, like, wow, talk about sleeping with the devil, and that's scary when they have that kind of influence, because if a war rages, they win either way, this company. No wonder they make so much money. Well, they probably got their hand in most of the wars around the world right now. Yeah. And then, you don't think about this one, but there is a company, IMBV. They have the largest distribution of alcohol in the world. It owns 46% of the beer industry in the USA alone. Its net profit of 3.4 billion dollars annually this includes they also include owning corona and budweiser as an example in this country alone how much beer does the average canadian consume do you think in a week they operate in more than 70 countries they own several educational publishers including penguin and Penguin is a huge book publisher. Really? Yeah. These motherfuckers are making a ton of money. And they're doing it through literature. Propaganda. Just saying. It started through literature. Ironically enough. Like they have some heavy time. They, like, they bring some influence to the table if they want. And they have the dinero to back it. So basically at the end of the day my research tells me that all of us. For the past 50 years, if you went through elementary school from kindergarten to grade 8, your school books came from this company. Like those green books? like the All of them. Paper in them your notebooks, everything. Like textbooks and everything? Everything. 
so they taught us. Yep, basically. That's power, man. When you think about it. To control what the next generation thinks. Conspiracies are nothing, but I'm sure there's one out there already. But, man, this is a company that could really do some serious damage if they wanted to. And maybe they already are, like I say. Who knows? Literature is a fucking powerful thing still. And there is still power with that, for sure. Now, I know you're waiting for it. So I'm going to leave it for last. Because I know everybody's waiting for it. So we'll go to the company Alphabet Inc. They've grossed... I've heard of these guys. Yes, they've grossed over $50.6 billion in 2016. He is the internet. Basically, their yeah. algorithms control the net and just about all the information obtained on the net. Google is owned by Alphabet Inc. So pretty much when we post our podcast, it gets owned by Alphabet Inc. immediately. Yeah. Through it with the websites. Basically. That own it after. They were founded in 2015 and they were created by Google. So basically, they're just an off-branch of Google. Right. So inside the internet, right? Yeah. So, but the point is, is all of it is owned under the group, the Alphabet Inc. So basically, Google. That's fucked up. They do it kind of the same way, only they do it through technology, where the other guy does it through written page. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these fucking guys, man, they can... Control what you see. Yeah, they... You know, when you're, like, scrolling through Facebook, and you're talking to someone, and then all of a sudden, like, you're scrolling through Facebook, and it's, like, the exact thing you were talking to that person about, but it's, like, a meme. Yeah, man, it's fucking... Like, these guys are some serious fucking players, for sure. For sure. And, of course, I know everybody's waiting for it. Disney. Disney. Damn right. Motherfuckers own Star Wars, Nickelodeons, I think. Well, they own many high-profile movie companies, you know. They own a fucking whole theme park. Yeah, oh, I'll get to that. In recent years, they bought Marvel and Lucasfilm. Both cost over $4 billion. Half the highest-grossing movies over the last decade are owned by Disney. Besides movies and theme parks, their reach goes much further than that. Including they own ABC, ESPN, and even the History Channel. Jesus. Disney. They own the fucking History Channel? They own half of the world, basically. Are you joking? They own the fucking History Channel. Yes. That's horrible. Yes. So much influence socially, politically, fucking at their fingertips because they make their fucking movies and everybody they're making hand over fist because people want to see them like these guys are told they could like potentially be you know the master manipulators of all time since the fucking nazis super villains in the world like crazy they'd be like dr doom yeah but like like if you go by money richer and Oh. More hardcore. Like, uh, actually took over half of the planet. I won't give you the exact number. But basically, Disney has enough money that if they wanted to, they could basically buy just about any country in the world legit if they really wanted to. Ludicrous amount of money. Wow. Walmart did not make this list, and I'll tell you why. People, and don't get me wrong, Walmart? What was it they were reporting at one point? They were, over the holiday season a couple years ago, they were... Making over a billion dollars a day. That's fucking ludicrous. And, like, they can't even hold a candle to what Disney makes daily, annually. Well, you're kind of living a testament to that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars. Star Wars! If anybody fucking... Anybody that's 
that's still into Star Wars, well, guess what? You're feeding the machine. I, I fed the machine. We all feed the machine. That's the other thing about these companies, too. No matter what, You're feeding we're them. fucking damned if we do. We're really damned if we don't. And that's why these companies thrive, survive, and just keep basically having the influence and the power to do whatever the fuck they want at the end of the day. Yeah, that's fucked. That's it's crazy. Like, it's like the necessary evil. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought it'd be fun to bring that up, man. So that's all I got. Nice. Well, I guess it's time to get funny or at least die trying. Dun dun. Wink Dinkerson here, reporting for Extreme Sports. Today, we're talking to the Canadian champion of extreme ironing, Claude Saint-Jacques. How's it going? How are you today, monsieur? So, sir, where are some of the places that you've gone and done extreme ironing? And will you explain quickly what the sport of extreme ironing is? Extreme ironing is when you go to extreme places like Mount Everest and the desert, your mother's basement. Joke's on you, my mother lives in an apartment building. The Antarctic and you iron certain articles of your clothing. I went to Mount Everest last week and ironed this shirt. It was nice. I liked it a lot. Do you want to know why? Well, sir, I was going to ask you what got you into the sport, but go ahead. When I was a young boy, my mother, she used to iron in the living room all day. And she taught to me, son, if you ever need to iron, do it somewhere else. So I thought to myself, I'm going to go to the backyard. And then it just grew from there. <laughs> At Mount Everest, it was hard getting the generator that I carried on my back because I use an electric iron. It was hard getting it off me back. So would you say you're old school? No, no, monsieur. People start fires and they cook the irons. I say I am one of the first to use the electric iron. Wow, you carry a generator on your back. That must be heavy. It does bring some certain challenges to the game. And who do you compete against? I have been competing against Saint Zurzak me whole life. He's been my worst nemesis. He beat me to iron and Antarctica by two minutes. And that was because he sent me a text message saying our mother had died. He was lying. He is also my brother. Thank you for that provocative interview. I'm Wink Dinkerson. So people, I might add, extreme ironing is actually a sport along with pea shooting, cricket shooting. Which, you shoot dead crickets out of your mouth. That's fucked up, people. Like, wow. Who is the sick motherfuckers? Yeah. Yeah, our hater is smoking a lovely apparatus. He seems to have pulled the bowl correctly. He's reaching for the smoke buddy after he puts down his bong, which has some stickers on it, like Jack Hayes and some other stickers. It says on it as a sticker, respect the plant. Motherfuckers. No, I'm saying. That creaking you hear, by the way, is the stool that I'm sitting on because 
I have to keep adjusting it because I have a bony ass, so we're I not, apologize for we're that. We're not professional. We don't have an office. No, I said we were. As much as we want to. We're renegade. We're outlaw, but we're good. Or we try to be. Grabbing my book of bullshit again. Eh? Going through the tombs, if you will. Is that how they say it? Tombs? Tomes? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a literature guy. But what are things that people usually get wrong according to the book of bullshit? According to the book of bullshit. Things that people often get wrong. Let's start out with an easy one. But you're gonna go, what? I'm not saying it doesn't, but anyways. Carrots give you good eyesight. Yep, they sure do. But so does tomatoes exercise and probably not smoking. During World War II, the Brits didn't want the enemy to know that they had radar. So they spread a rumor saying that the good eyesight of their British pilots was due to eating carrots and it stuck. That's true. Nah. Yeah, that's true. That's fact. Oh, the next one we're just going to shit on for sure. But I got to bring it up anyways. Do it. Because it's so ludicrous. That it's still, people think. Is it chisels? People don't know how to use no. chisels? People in the Middle Ages. Middle Ages. Thought the world was flat. Not Now, people shouldn't think that. People today still think the world's flat. But you know what? In reality, around 300 BC, the ancient Greeks first discovered the world was round. Ironically enough, but there are still dumbasses in this godforsaken fucking... Flat earth, stupid fucking idiots. Oh, Jesus. How in the hell can you rationally nowadays say the world is flat? Like, what? What? Also, for all the gangsters in the world. Oh, here we go. A lot of people will say to you, undercover cops must tell you that they are policemen when you question them straight up. No, they don't. No, they don't. As a matter of fact, there are no laws requiring them to do this. So, and another one, just for the record. And you can look this shit up on the internet. Because it's there. You get a rush of energy after eating sugar. This has been proven wrong. Sugar, motherfuckers, is just a placebo. And while we're at it, because I used to be in the food industry, and I've been saying this for a long time, MSG is bad for you. It's based on studies that have never been proven. What do you got to say about that one? I guess you just said it. It's based on studies that are never proven. Motherfuckers. Stupid. And goldfish. Oh, Only have an eight-second memory span. Actually, motherfuckers, their memories are quite good, and you can actually train goldfish really? to do tricks. Look it up on the internet. Like swim through hoops and shit? Follow your finger, man. Do flips in the water for you. Like a fucking dolphin, man. Legit. That's cool. Legit. There are, there are uh, clips on the internet. The interweb, if you will, as I so fondly call it, where you can see that there are scientific... Fucking some government in the world is spending money to scientifically see how long goldfish's memories actually are good for. And there are videos of this on the interweb where it shows them on command following somebody's finger and doing a backflip. Just like a dolphin. Oh man, turtles do that. Yeah, but goldfish, that's not true about Because you hear everybody says, oh, they have the... The attention span of a fucking goldfish. What an idiot, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've used that. I've used that. Where the reality of it is, motherfuckers, when I did my research that, no, goldfish are actually pretty smart. Well, for goldfish, I mean, let's not give them too much credit, but 
they certainly can remember past eight seconds. This has been scientifically proven. Go on YouTube. Type it in, man. Goldfish tricks. Goldfish tricks. Yeah, man. This is scientific studies, motherfuckers. Like, that's how much the governments of the world, you know, they fucking, uh, they spend their money to find out the intelligence of goldfish for subjects matter really and information that nobody really cares about let's be honest i've got one thing you know like cutting boards that have the holes for the handle yes that hole is Uh actually for you to put dice shit through into a pot so the steam doesn't burn your hands yes or water doesn't splash up yes if you're not in the food industry you actually may not know that so and rabbits love carrots that's false actually they are dangerous to rabbits that's that's a fact. What rabbits like carrots? No, that carrots are actually dangerous for rabbits to eat. No. Yeah, look that up too while you're at it. Actually, they are dangerous to rabbits. Carrots. Right now, Budman is looking up on the interweb something. Hey Google, play my holiday playlist. I'm assuming it's fish tricks. No fish tricks. Yeah, man, it's fucked up. I just I want to see fish tricks. Now yeah. that you mentioned it. Yeah, goldfish, man. Performed by Star. The goldfish, right? Hand feeding. Wow. Yeah, man. These things this have a amazing. longer uh, memory span than people give them credit for. Oh, well, you're on it, man. You should look up why uh, carrots are actually dangerous to rabbits. Just to verify what I'm talking about here. It's like doing a target touch. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Crazy. Finger hoop. Crazy. Oh, Fish just swam through his finger like twice. That was good. Yeah, man. This is pretty good. Yeah, look up why... This should be uh, a Fish Olympics, I think. Yeah, look up why... Uh, hand tunnel. The fish is just going around his hand. Oh, it's swimming through his hand. Again. Okay, what's next? Just verify for me that actually carrots are bad for rabbits. Just so people that are listening aren't like, oh, he's just making this shit up. It's true. It's true. Bugs Bunny? Was committing suicide all the time by eating all those carrots. And while Budman is looking that one up. I also found out that reading in dim lights will ruin your eyes. Yes, it can cause short-term eye fatigue. But there is no scientific fact to suggest long-term damage at all from reading in dim lights. It says from www.rcpca.org that rabbits don't naturally eat root vegetables fruity carrots fruity are high in sugar and should only be fed in small amounts as occasionally treats rabbits need mainly high and blah 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 nothing that really matters but anyhow yeah the point is they're actually not good to give rabbits carrots all the time see these facts are real i'm not making this shit up people now he's swimming through a hoop oh we're back to the fish yeah man i'm sorry i'm, oh, I'm not know, leaving this alone for you know what i must have watched these fucking videos for this is i've never seen this in my life i've never thought it could exist like how do you train a fish a goldfish at that yeah 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 these are real facts man this is real shit that people get wrong all the time like who sits there and has that kind of a relationship with their goldfish that's what i'm saying let's give kudos to the goldfish but the trainer man and the trainer that's crazy eh oh some of the videos are just not if you take the time to really look that shit up wow talk about some crazy goldfish he's got a net that it's swimming through because he cut the hole out of it 
Yeah, man. Like I say, I'm not lying to you, motherfuckers. I do my research. It's doing limbo. Bud man just confirmed that for you. You can look this shit up yourself. It's doing the limbo, people. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I just wanted to bring some of that kind of stuff up. This is some fucking crazy shit. I want to get a fish uh, and start training it today. Do you have any other examples of anything you <coughs> can think of that people often get wrong? Um, just common sense shit, you know. When the light's red, don't go. Um. Oh, well, that's common sense shit. Well, I guess people do get that wrong, though, a lot. You do see a lot of dumb motherfuckers crossing the street when the light is red. There are too many dumb motherfuckers on this planet. For sure. So... Before I go on to my rant this week, motherfuckers, I wanted to uh, touch base again for next week, uh, next week's episode. So, next week's episode, as I said, the top 10 greatest Saturday morning cartoons in my humble opinion. Also, more of the quiz, answers to this week's quiz, and more questions next week featuring 1980. TV sitcoms. It is the last podcast before the Christmas break, so we are going to talk Christmas. Don't worry. It is going to be officially our Christmas episode. The first one. And we're also going to, because it wouldn't be Christmas if we didn't talk, though, also about what if the U.S. decided to invade Canada. We will try to analyze it and break it down to give you a reasonable theory. Right down to some numbers from troops. The fucking military. And again, I just wanted to make sure that uh, I get it out as much as I can between now and next week. There will be no podcast between December 23rd of 2019 until January 12th, 2020. But I will remind everybody of that again tomorrow. And it will be posted. Doesn't mean we won't be trying to do stuff. We might have a commercial coming out. But we won't be doing very much during that break. But you never know. Keep checking every now and again. Something might come up. And hey, I haven't done a rant that can't wait for a while. So you never know. One might creep in during the holidays. It's possible. I'm not going to say it will. But you never know. You never know. So, comes to the portion of the show where I usually go off about something. What is it today, hater? Please. Well, we're going to play a game. Let's do it. That I call What If. Like... What if scenarios? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Kind of. Like, as an example. What if we never wore clothing? You know? Like, just I, I think... As an example. I think there wouldn't be so many sexual harassment claims. See, you're getting the idea of the game. I ask a what if scenario. You give a response. I give a rebuttal. We move on. Could be fun. For something different. The, yeah. and, and these are things, what if scenarios that I sit at night and think about <laughs> Okay. every so now you, and again, usually carry, because I'm high. You but just must carry this book of bullshit around with you. Sometimes I do. I also have a miniature version of it that I'm now going to carry so I can make notes when I'm out and about. Nice. So I don't miss any of the stupidity. Nice. Yeah. You're taking one for the team and you're cataloging it. Yeah. Kind of. Thank you. That's well, you what know, the hater does for everyone. You know, this is what I do. Again, we're such a giving podcast here. Yeah. We give all the time because we think about the motherfuckers. And people, I've talked to people that have said, you know what? I do listen, but I only listen to the segments on Facebook or on Spotify, wherever we put our segments. YouTube. 
YouTube. Is that where we put them? That's where all of them are. You can get links. See, I, I can't you, keep track. Through Facebook. That's because you don't have Facebook. No, and I never will because it's the Satan's butthole but, of uh, the internet. Yeah. But anyways. We're out on YouTube, people. Yes. If you like it, subscribe, motherfuckers. We need to get fucking going here. I mean, if you like the clips, God damn it! check out some of the full episodes. And give us some feedback. You're killing me. I know there are people out there listening. You're killing me, man. But not giving us feedback. Like, I know you're out there. Don't be and scared. And I know some of the shit you're like, you're a piece of shit for saying. Well. Good, tell me I'm a piece of shit. It. It's kind of the point. I'm okay with it. And if you do like it, well, be honest. Who gives a fuck? You know? Jesus Christ. Anyways, I digress. Oh. Oh. And just before I get into this. I know, I'm, I see, now I'm finding myself, if you've, that one diehard listener, and I know you're out there, from Spotify, <laughs> you listen to all the episodes, you listen to everything, so you will know that lately, I've been all getting into in the last few episodes, and trying to get into the promo frame of mind, so, so, hopefully, in the new year, I pretty much had it confirmed, we're gonna have a random new segment now and again, and this is how giving we are again. This podcast. So giving. So giving. Somehow, I've talked my wife into coming on and doing a segment with us. And this is totally for the ladies. Totally, this segment. It's geared toward the ladies. Guys, I know the cult is mostly a sausage factory, but we need to change that, buddy. We need to get some women. Even if they only listen to this segment, at least then I can, in my mind, I can go, hey, you know what? Women listen to, I'm happy. That's it. So. We've had women listeners. We've also had one listener that's over 90. Nice. Kudos to you. Apparently. Eli but age. we're going to call it sexual healing with the hater and the lover. She's obviously going to be the lover. I'm going to be the hater. We're going to try to come together on some marriage relationship topics, sex topics. And uh, we'll try to make it amusing and fun and maybe a little educational at the same time. But. Hey, ladies, don't say I'm not trying. We're being equal. We're trying to keep it real, and we're trying to get, you know, everybody, everybody to join the cult. But it's... What? So, okay. Now that I got that out of my system. Moving on to this game of what if. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> the first thing I thought about, what if Wi-Fi was visible? Think about that. What, and you could see the you wavelengths? Could see like, what, what would that look like? Like blue little... Well, yeah. Like, what would it be like? Would it, would be... it be like blue little things you could walk through, or would it be solid? <laughs> would it be like the Dave Chappelle skit? If <laughs> fucking the internet was a real physical oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you go to, like, a big building, and it's like the internet. Shit like that. It's know? a great skit. No. No, I think it would be, like, just wavelengths. You could see them. Pretty That's funky, what wouldn't it? You want to know what I think it'd be? People... Would be getting high on acid and shrooms constantly. Tripping balls. What would happen if you walked into it? Would you become part of the Wi-Fi? The internet? That's how you, you get into the internet. That's what the way you locked? get into the matrix. What if, got, like, what if you lock it? Like your internet Damn. and walk into it? You just... Ah, oh, fuck. What's Damn. your password, man? That'd be crazy. That'd be fucked up. And then you just stand inside this thing, put your phone in it, and then you're on the internet, right? their stream crazy that'd be fucked up yeah man and when you want to move it you just pull it we should invent this the next what if scenario really 
<laughs> Tell me. Do it. It fucks it. me up because I think about it all the time. And okay. Well, not all the time, but every once in a while, especially when I go into Timmy's and I look at their donuts. What if? What if the earth was shaped like a fucking donut? Oh, I've... How fucked up would that I've, be? Oh, man. I've already seen this. Okay? What? I've seen this. What are you talking I've about? Ha- I've... Okay, so if the earth was a donut, it would still be sustainable. Yeah, but who'd want to live near the middle of it? You couldn't. It'd be mountains and fucking constantly raining and constant fucking shit. And the gravitational pull would either make it so shit literally wouldn't stop moving in between or it would just go around in a circle in the middle of our planet. You know what? I'm going to start a movement. The donut-shaped earth fucking movement. Oh, my God. Wonder how many dumbasses would actually fucking... I probably don't want to know. Now that I think about that. That's, that's that's the next skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good skit. Yeah. That'd be fucked up, though, man. Just saying. All right. What's next? What if ice was hot instead of cold? Think about that. Oh, my God. Well, you there'd be hockey. Be fucked. Of... That would be such a dangerous sport. Could you imagine hockey? Like, the goalies would have to wear, like, thermal fucking padding. Man. Could the butterfly. People would be like... I hit the ice on my face, and now my face is gone. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you heard an ice burn. That would be real hardcore shit. Oh, like, half your burn body already. gone. Yeah. That, and, then, yeah. and then, like, That's crazy. you start a fire, and it's cold as shit. Like, oh, yeah, honey, it's cold in the house. Just start a fire. Don't let it spread, though. Like, you couldn't use ice in drinks. Like, what would you... I'm sorry, it's hot in the house. What would you do? Hi. Like, what would... Like, fuck! Put ice in your drink, it boils it. Have your nice hot martini, sir. Like, what? I guess you'd have to. I think the first time I thought about this, I was sitting at a bar. Alcohol in your. If you wanted to, like, set your drinks on fire, you'd have to put, like, icy profine in it, set it on fire. Here's the block of ice, let's cook a steak. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> I got this rich people. Yeah, I got this block of ice from Antarctica, the hottest place on earth. <laughs> yeah, what? Now we're cooking this fucking huge <clears throat> so steak would, on it. So would that mean that the desert would be icy and yeah, then the Antarctica would be like the be flaming hell? Yeah, they'd be the coldest places to live the desert and that'd be trippy shit. That would be trippy. Hey, and I, th- I probably thought of this just about more than any other what-if scenario in my head I've ever had, probably. Could you imagine if you never needed sleep anymore? The shit that you could get done? If you never needed but sleep that anymore? That would probably drive you insane eventually, maybe. Unless, of course, you know, you were born that way and you just never needed sleep, then I guess you'd never know the difference. It's a controversial one because it can branch off. I don't know, but our brain is kind of designed to need it. Yeah, but we're putting that rule aside here. What if? That's the whole point of this exercise. Honestly, I think we'd be more... We'd probably be dead. Because we would have been way more productive. Like, we probably would Oh, I bet you you'd die much earlier in life for sure. And on top of that... Think about it. The World Wars, people slept. Yeah. Yeah, if they didn't sleep, then potentially... Yeah, a lot of things in history probably would have been different. True enough. Everything would be different. I know, man. Oh, this one is the one I probably thought about the most. 
Well, maybe not. Maybe the last one. I don't know. What if the Megalodon sharks never went extinct? Man, if they never went we extinct. We could never go in the ocean. Yeah, never. You'd be in the ocean in like something that was like built for fucking taking down a spaceship out of the sky, but it's got it as like missiles in the fucking bottom. Oh, something is approaching. It's a Megalodon! Get under deck! You see huge ass explosions in the distance, fucking blood chunks flying everywhere. They're running packs! Run! Yeah, like here comes a hundred foot fucking yeah. 20 story high great white shark. Oh, goody. Yep. Do you know what it would take to feed a motherfucker like that? Like, just... ridiculous amount. I don't remember. I remember reading it somewhere approximately how much they had to eat a day and all i know is i looked at the number and went that's ludicrous that's all i remember it's pretty fucking ludicrous like they could basically fit cruise liners in their mouths easy yum gone damn like that's some crazy shit like i just wouldn't go near the oceans you know what thank god for whales that's all I gotta say, because... You think a whale would take one of them out? Killer whales is the reason why the Megalodon went extinct. That's true. Because they took away the food supply. So Megalodons died out, and the ones that didn't die out, obviously, as they had more babies, they adapted, and now it's basically the great white shark is what the Megalodon is now. Damn. So they like baby-ass Megalodons. Yeah, basically a great white shark. Just think of a great white shark that's like 20 stories high and like 100 feet long. Oh, goody. Imagine that thing beaching. Oh, could you imagine that thing jumping out of the water like great whites do and you're like a pterodactyl minding your own business flying too low and this thing comes out of the water and you're just gone. (laughs) Like, holy shit. What? What? And could you imagine when it fell back into the ocean, man, the kind of wave that that thing produced? Oh, yeah. The Holy fucking creatures shit. on the land were... Ah! <laughs> Holy fuck. That's crazy. See, in the last one... Well, I've thought about this probably way too much, and I have to confess. But what if you could build a Death Star? <laughs> man... Think about it. The Death Star is one of the most kick-ass weapons in sci-fi history. Okay. Imagine if you could build one and fucking control one. What, like you could buy it on eBay and build it yourself kind of thing? Whatever, man. That like would be you dope. you could build a fucking fully functional Death Star. I feel like we would overuse it and... Oh, I'd be an evil tyrant of a bastard. You'd be like, be oh, first Vader. contact. Boom. I'd be Darth Vader Apocalypse all rolled in Dark Side, sorry, all rolled into one. Well, in Apocalypse, yeah. Nice. I'd be a real nice guy. I think I'd just go around. Give me all your money, bitch! (laughs) Are you getting it? I blew up your fucking moon! You getting it, bitch? Good thing you have two! No, how awesome would that be, though, man, if you could roll up to your buddies and go, yo... See that way up in the sky. I own that bitch. Yeah. There's been a couple things that I've thought of that. Yeah, man. How fucking like, sick would that be? You know, 
What if you just walked out your door and you flew to work? Like Superman flew to work? No, like you got into a helicopter that was like a car, but flew to work. That'd be cool. It's probably going to happen in a hundred years or whatever. And then the roads got taken over by more housing. Well, I would eventually think that would be the natural progression, right? I mean, I don't see it going any other way unless people stop fucking. I don't see that happening. No, everybody can fuck. We'll be fucking near the end of time, man, guaranteed. We'll be fucking something. Maybe we'll be out in space by the end of time being star whores like James T. Kirk was, but, you know, be fucking green bitches and shit like Captain Kirk. Damn! You know what? Fucking Captain Kirk, since we're on the Death Star. You know what? We're on the Star Wars end of it. Let's go to the Star Trek side of it for a minute. Kirk, that guy, got the craziest pussy. The craziest pussy in the universe. That motherfucker, if it was alien it had a hole, he was probably going to fuck it. Yep. (laughs) Is she retarded? I'd say said in that one episode. Get out the anti-retardation mask. I think we covered this already yeah. in another episode, but fucking goddamn. Oh my god, yeah. Goddamn. And again, and again, just in closing. Hey, <laughs> the other week we had uh, on that's history the first. Uh, the first episode that wait, we wait, did wait, with wait. That's I'm not. History. We're not fucking closing yet. Fuck you. I got a couple of what Okay, well, wait. Now that you're getting going, I'm I'm taking over your rant now. Okay. Fair okay. enough. What if comic books never existed? Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. That would be a sad motherfucking place. Think about how many comic books have influenced oh. just... I Social and everybody in the world. I can't even imagine. Just, you would completely change me. Personally, I like, wouldn't even... Who knows what kind of a serial killer asshole I would have been without them. Alrighty, another what if? What if we never had windows? To look out of? Just I'm sure all. wasn't there a time in history where it was pretty much like that? There must have been. Where there was just nothing there. Yeah, you just every every room you go into. In or your house, what if there's no window? What if better than no windows? What if we just lived in houses with no walls? Be fucked up. How would you protect yourself from the elements unless you pulled a Gilligan's Island? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't that's, know. that's a perfect world. That's fucked. Well, I guess if you had perfect weather all year round, and I don't know, man. It'd just be weird. But I guess, again, though, like all these what-if scenarios, I mean, if you were born into it. And what if every birthday that you had (laughs) from 1 to 10 was a finger? Or from 1 to 20, so the first 10 were toes, and the next 10 were fingers. So every time you turned, like, an age, every year, you grew out a finger or a toe. That's crazy. These are all thoughts I've, I've just had run through my head before. Wow, you would have to learn in a totally different way. And it's all either that or it's just all random. Like it'll just randomly come, within that year. Wow. You just wake up. Oh, I have a finger. Well, I've got one finger. Wow. Next year I hope it's a toe. That'll finish my toes. Darn, it's my thumb. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. 
That's creepy, though. That's like outer limits creepy shit. Well, what does that say about me, man? That's what I think about. Nice. Nice. Or, or what if every time you walked to the stairs, you fell down? That's how you went downstairs? Or you fell up. That'd be fucked up. That's the only way you knew how to go downstairs. Man. You'd be hurting yourself constantly. Could you imagine, like, oh, we're going to take the Kemmler stairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Why are you looking like that? You don't want to know. Oh, snap. Let's go to the Kemmler stairs. All right. I'll see Do you, you want to call an ambulance at the bottom for me at a time? Yeah. Because I'm going to need it. If I make it all the way down? Or, what if Iron Man and Batman fought? These are all things that go through Budman's mind. I'm still giving it to Batman at the end of the day. Two humans that just rely on skill. But actually, Batman... I don't know, Iron Man's more tech, but anyhow. I don't know, I just figured you would swing toward the techie. I like, I like, don't get me wrong... Batman's my guy. But in the end... Civil War made me hate Civil fucking War Iron Man. Civil War made me hate Iron Man. The yeah. movie and the fucking graphic novel. The original graphic novel. Which is way better than the movie, I might add. Oh, damn right. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that character now, man. Like, legit. I thought Iron Man was a cool dude before that. Fuck Iron Man. Fuck that guy. Yeah, man. To do that to everybody that he knew was just fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Piece of shit. Yeah. Dirty yeah. motherfucker. Dirty, dirty motherfucker. But I was going to say, before uh, Budman started with more of his own what if well, scenario. Man, you fucking started this. And uh, I was going to say, last week in That's History, the first one was about how the Mayans worshipped the turkeys. Oh my god. And I, uh, I just wanted to say that I went on YouTube, so I know you can find it for sure, and I found that, that one, uh, WKRP bit with, uh, the turkeys falling out of the sky, seriously, man, you have to watch it. It's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever fucking seen in my life. And will WKRP make the list next week? I don't know. First off, I'm pretty sure it was done in the 70s, not the 80s. So maybe the 80s. I don't know. I have to check, do my homework. But you never know. It might be on there. So I guess that's fucking it. That's a wrap, I guess. I really don't have much else to add at this point unless you do. You got any closing thoughts? Um, Anything about next week's episode, maybe? I don't know. Canada. Yes. Our nation. Yes. Is amazing. Well, we're going to find out how amazing next week because we're going to ask the question, what would happen if America invaded Canada and tried to take it over? This is very much a debate in certain circles in this country for sure. So I thought it might be interesting to... Uh, we could just break it down to numbers to do and that. I could be Canada and you could be America. Whatever. Yeah, we could do it that way. Don't matter. You can dress up as Trump if you want. Uh, I'm not orange enough. You just paint yourself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get a blonde wig and look really stupid. Yeah. Don't even get me started on fucking Trump. Fuck that guy.
Fuck him. Anyways, until next week, motherfuckers. We're on. Are we on? Are we on? Hey, hey, Budman. I'd say it's the hater, but hello. You're looking right at me. So, you know what? I don't fucking listen to nothing sacred because I fucking do them. But I guess there are other motherfuckers, at least I've heard, that want to hear our shit. So tell me, how in the fuck can they listen to us? Well, if they want to leave comments for Dr. J's, our relationship expert, they can leave it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And they can even go to our website, nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. It's a simple site. It's easy to get to. And then, if you think our, some of our segments, like, five fun facts about... Fun? And do you have something that you want to learn They're five awesome. that you want to learn five new fun facts about? Let us know through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our website. And and if you look at the news and you see something that you're like, that's just blatantly stupid. Let us know. We'll produce it. And don't forget to check out YouTube for our extra content, such as rants that can't wait and clips and other things. And as always, yeah!